Jessica, get it off your chest. Peace, Jessica. Well, what's up, what's up? Good morning, guys. So, I'm in Charleston, South Carolina. 843. Yeah, all day, but I still got my 917 number, you heard? So, <laughs> um, I'm an Uber driver. So, I was on Folly Beach, and my um, phone plays music automatically. Like, I play a playlist, so there's no commercials. I like to make it feel comfortable. No, no offense, but four Caucasian people got into my car, and I had to take them 28 minutes away. It was cool. We were driving. Rock them played, trap music them played, Fall Out Boy them played. I had a range of music, Lady Gaga. And as soon as Beyonce Brown Skin Girl came on, the lady in the back, I heard them whispering amongst themselves, like, who gonna say it? Finally, somebody was brave enough to come up and say it. They was like, excuse me, could you turn that song off? It's offending me. And I was like, what? That song offending you. And she said, well, it's all about, like, black girls. I'm not black. I don't relate to that. I was like, so something that oh, celebrating my skin is offending you? So what did I do? I started a whole playlist off that doggone song. There you go. And she got all the black power music for all 28 music. Now, 28 wait a minute. All Let's, the way to her destination. Everybody step back from this situation <laughs> and look at it objectively. Oh, boy. You're an Uber driver. Correct. And when you're an yeah. Uber driver, you're playing music because you want people to feel comfortable. comfortable. Correct. They don't feel comfortable right. about the song. You don't got to get offended by it. She but, can't relate. She's a pale-ass no. mayonnaise-flavored mammal. Yeah, but it's not that type of song. It's, it's not like saying, you know, F white people. F, it's not yeah, that type of song. she's just upset that she don't have that tan. That's all. Well, she goes to I'm just the mad tan. that all this trap music played. We don't heard drug dealer music. We don't heard WAP. We don't heard everything. You didn't get offended by nothing. Because so she knows drug dealers. And, my skin. She, she knows drug dealers <laughs> and she uses drugs. She might have, she got, she might, WAP might mean white ass <laughs> to her. Okay. Oh my goodness. Uh, she just can't relate to the brown skin girl. She's what kind of rating did no you tan. give her? What kind of rating did you give her? Oh no! I, I, listen, I gave her the same rating I usually give everybody else because she didn't rate me no less because okay. she knew she felt stupid oh. after she said it. All right. Well, thank you. Because mind you, if you heard the music that I was playing around, I was playing Corn, Fall Out Boy. I was playing all this other stuff in rotation. If anybody knows what that music is, you would know that it was diverse. So and, get off yourself. And I think you missed a good opportunity to teach too, though, because you could have just told her, like, look, this is an ode to 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 melanin. All right. That's well, all. Hello, who's this? Hey, how's it going, it's Fernando? Good morning. What's good morning, up, Fernando? Man, get it off your chest. Yes, sir. How's it going? Uh, I got a quick question for Charlamagne, man. Yes, sir. Let me ask you a question. I don't know if somebody ever asked you this, but who's your top three donkeys of all time? And will you ever consider consider giving donkey, a donkey Hall of Fame? Uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the year, we do a top five donkeys of the year. I don't, I'm don't. i going to be honest with you, top donkeys of all time, Donald Trump is definitely in the top three. I mean, I, I've given it to him more than anybody. And um, 
I'm going to always put myself in the top three. Because I always say, you know, when you give people the credit, you got to give everybody the credit they deserve for being stupid, including yourself. I don't know who the third one would be, though. <laughs> sounds fair. Sounds fair. Yeah. Y'all want to clue Braun from the Breakfast Club. Thank you, King. Thank you, brother. All right, have a good one. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So, so you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Sherez from Columbus, Ohio. Sherez, what up? Get it off your chest. Man, I'm just calling to spread some positivity to all the black people here in Ohio, around the world, everything. What's up, Charlemagne? Angela Peace, Gee, King. What's, going on? What's up, doing, brother? I'm a, uh, I just want to let everybody know I'm a, uh, my day job, I'm a union electrician, but I'm getting my hustle on as a realtor out here in Columbus, Ohio. So follow me on IG at Sherez underscore Robinson. That's S-H-I-R-A-Z underscore Robinson. Envy, man, I would like to link up with you, man, and talk about investing in real estate out there in New York and New Jersey. Okay. Well, just hit me in my DMs, brother. All right, man. Y'all be easy, man. Me too, brother. All right. Hello, who's this? Man, good morning, Charlemagne the God. Peace, King. What's, What's happening? up, brother? Get it off your chest, man. Man, I'm just, I'm, I'm in good spirits. You know, me and my wife was getting into it, but now everything back going copacetic, so I'm feeling blessed to highly favor, you understand? Hey, you must have did that thing to her. Hey, man, look, you know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. Have a good one, brother. You too. Hello, who's this? Yeah, Camille calling from Toronto. Camille, what's up, man? What's going on? What's going on? Peace and love. Peace and love. T-Dot, what's uh, happening? Yeah, man, uh, so I'm kind of sad today, man. I'm kind of sad. Um, so, like, um, I listen to breakfast every morning, and um, they're taking guys off the air, man. Yeah, in Toronto, they are, man. Shout out to Blake Card and Peter Cash. They back doing mornings, man. We they, wish them the best. They need to be, though. Y'all need a local morning show in Toronto. I think so. Anyway. Yeah, I think y'all need local, too. What the hell y'all care about us? We stuff that's going on, and they don't allow us to say something, certain words. Our American politics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I, do, I do feel you. I think Charlamagne kind of offended these um, Canadians out here, you know? I don't think you can say crack ass crack on the radio here in Canada, man. Well, guess what? Y'all offended us when y'all sent Tory Lanez over here. Now, I don't know if he's guilty. <laughs> but I don't know if he's guilty. But we back, we backing away from y'all until this case gets settled. Okay? So, yeah, so, yeah, we made it up with the six guys, though. We made it up with uh, certified lover boy, you know? <laughs> so, so, I don't know what the hell you just said to me. <laughs> so, Charlamagne, you can... Certified lover boy, six, you know, we made it up with him, you know? Okay. So, Charlamagne, you can say the N-word right, and crack ass I mean, crack like, again. I, I'm happy for anyway, that. Yo, we don't know what happened. Lens, yeah, I don't know. I, we nobody knows. Nobody knows what happened with Tory. We not we not accusing him of anything, but he was charged. So we just backing away from y'all until this gets yeah. this, until this gets settled. All right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see what's gonna happen with him. I wish him all the best. I love Tory. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna miss you guys, man. That's all I wanted to get off. You can still stream us, brother. You can still stream us. Stream us on the site. That's, that's all. That's what the internet yeah, is for, yeah. sir. Yeah, I'll catch you guys on YouTube as well. All right, brother. All right, man. Peace and love. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with 2 chains. 
Now, Charlemagne? I think we should celebrate people, though, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you should tell other brothers you love them, you value them, you appreciate them, especially if they inspire you in some way. Like, I don't got no problem giving it up to you. I don't got no problem giving it up to Killer Mike. When, when, when Nipsey was alive, I used to always make jokes and say, Nipsey's a person that you can look up to literally and figuratively. Well, you don't, because you six foot something, but I did, because I'm five six. So yeah. I, I, it feel good to say that, you know what I mean? Because, you know, when person died, yeah. it almost feel like Cap when you see all these people. Oh, I love him. He was so great. Isn't that? They be having a picture ready to go on Instagram. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, don't, don't even be following the person. Like, and that's what I mean. Like, you like you, you, you care so much about him. You wasn't even in tune with their campaign. Oh, you was, and you just didn't want to do, like, something petty. Like, I don't be. That's what I, I think that's what I'm saying, that. As soon as you die, you, the, the the person just feel it more comfortable. But that's, I think I guess that's just how we move. You know what I'm saying with our with our feelings as far as it not being so transparent. I don't know the answer to that, but I just thought David Banner did the beat, and it had like this um, the sample that you're hearing in the back. Really, man, this is no cap. It came from like I don't know what it was on a 45 where somebody literally went out. You know how they used to be on plantations, kind of just like singing and humming and vibing? Mm -hmm. That that recording is actually somebody outside from, I mean, this is like early on recording somebody just humming and vibing out in the field or whatever. So that pain, production-wise, brought the pain out for the Wait For You To Die concept. Wow. Uh, 55 times. What did the person want? Why no, did they so call you, you 55 times? If you have if you have a missed call fifty five times, most of the time it's some bad news. Unless you have a crazy relationship with somebody that's that that's obviously crazy, like who mm -hmm. wants you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying. But but for me, um, all these stories they kind of tie in and and twist in with fifty five times when I speak on some of my friends who've lost their kids and stuff like that. Um, or even my friend, um, Johnny, who passed away for some reason, they had to come in my room and give me the phone. I don't know if I didn't hear my phone, but when he died, and it wasn't exactly 55 calls, but it was a, a, a lot of missed calls. And when you see that, it don't be like, I got a million dollars for you. It don't yep. be like, when somebody's calling you that much, when somebody's calling that much, even if it's a relationship, it's like she's about to be on some bull mm -hmm. It's just like, well, so, so that is one of the deeper songs too where I talk about, you know, God keep on blessing me. I'm doing something right. I really can't even put it into words how God is actually totally in control of everything in my life and what I do. I'm 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 a man that's far from perfect. Still get my you know what I'm saying, still get my blessings. I um acknowledge the fact that it's bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? I'm good at that, I'm cool with that. I know and um it's fifty five times was done by them joints and he got a vibe anyway and um that that it just brought it out I mean when I talked about a few um instances on there where it was some bad news that always came with a lot of missed calls. No, I feel you on that because I was listening to that and I was like, I was thinking about things that have happened to me. I remember I woke up one morning and I had 78 text messages and I was like, okay, I know something really what? bad. Right, right, yeah. right. Or, and you know or if like your parents call you late at night and they don't normally call you, it's like 11 o'clock, midnight, you know it's something bad is about to happen and you'd be so nervous. You, you answer the phone like, what's wrong? That's how you say hello. <laughs> mm -hmm. What's right. Like, what's up, man? You good? Like, yeah, boy, you gonna be on Jimmy Fallon tonight? Like, yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying? Cool, but I, yeah, you're right. Like, that that's true. So when you hear this joint, you, like I said, when we hear this or listen to it in a couple of years, you'll know, like, this was recorded in 2020. I did my best to try to stay in the right now. You know what I mean? And when I talked about 
trapping or dealing like I always do. I use ED and talk about it past tense because obviously I ain't got to sell nothing but lobster, shrimp, and salmon and stuff like that. Now I don't have to sell no narcotics. So. Well, go enjoy your rich-ass morning, man. We appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> so help me Fuck God out right now. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate y'all. All yes, right. Sir. It's two chains. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. You see, that's what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Well, he did. God, God did not want this topic to happen. Because God didn't like what was going on. God didn't like the bu- the fact that I was being bullied. <laughs> so God said, make Charlemagne's Wi-Fi not work. Wow. So Charlem- Charlemagne's Wi-Fi is not working. He has technical difficulties. He tried to create a topic. And what did God do? God shut his ass down. And you know what's sad is that we could watch him on the revolt camera and see his, the struggle he's experiencing at home. <laughs> That's right. So we're not talking. We're not talking about my dark brown beard today. <laughs> <laughs> How you like those apples, Charlemagne? Oh my gosh. So, so let's. Uh, I, I'm lost for a second. Oh, there we go. I'm back. I'm, so I'm looking. So now, you, oh, what wow. do you want to talk about today? What do you want to talk uh, about today, Yee? Well, I wanted to talk about Hello? girls' trips. Right. Oh Hello? man. Oh, oh this is. <laughs> Hold on, this dude tried to get me cut off because he walking around with the pay ain't? And you sound crazy. It doesn't sound clear. God said he doesn't want this topic to happen. I don't care if it sounds clear. You going to cut me off and and, and try to get me disconnected because you got the pay ain't in your hair? Because you walking around with the Beijing beige boy? Huh? Drum, you got phone calls? If you don't want this topic to happen, God, cut him off now. You have phone calls, Drum. Phone lines are lit up. I don't think we've ever seen this kind of response before. Answer the shut up. Never. (laughs) And you know, I know Drum is upset about this because Drum is the beard in the room. Mm -hmm. But here you go. Here you go. Wait, Drum is your beard? No, no, that's not what what he said. I'm not approving that message. (laughs) Cut me off again. (laughs) Drum, don't let infiltrate your beard game like that. Your phone game is, look, I I, I ask God if we should do this topic. And God is saying no. I'm, I, and I'm not even I'm not even doing anything. God is going to the Go to the, the phones, Drum. Go to the phones, Drum. Uh, Go to the phones. Hello, who's this? Oh, Drum, you don't got to talk. This is Charlemagne. Let's Charlemagne talk. God is not letting him talk. God is not letting him speak. I'm right here. I'm right here. God is God is God is right here speaking through me. Who's this on the phone? Uh, this is Lee Barber, Mr. Landon. This is Kid J Dash, Charlemagne. I appreciate you on the mentoring program with Steve Harvey, man. I meant to tell you that. Hey, Jay Dash, thank you, King. We was on there talking mental health and all kind of good stuff, emotional well-being. But today we're talking about beards, all right? Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man, y'all don't, y'all don't, hey, I hope y'all stay safe and healthy. But y'all don't bring another Sharpie to the, to the show. It's a Sharpie. <laughs> he look different every time I see him. It's a Sharpie. And then, then he got the sometimes. Hey, Henry, I got love for you, though, man. You know, nope. we're just talking. It's topic. See? You just, you know, you just called in talking about mental health, but yet you breaking me down. Envy, now, you're envy. disturbing my mentally health, brother. You now, just now, Jay Dash, Jay Dash, Jay Dash, you on to something? You on to something? Cause, cause Envy in his office. Hold up that cup of sharpies on your desk, Envy. Show us. No sharpie. This is water. It's water. Jay Dash, goodbye. I don't want to talk to you anymore. No more sharpies to work. You call me here and talk about mental health. Sharpies in our desk. You messing up my mental health right now. Goodbye. That's that goddamn Beijing and your chin going to your brain, messing up your mental health. 
If it rains, does it run down your neck? The color? Yes, it does. Clearly, I'm sure. Answer the question, sweat, Envy. That's a very valid sweat, question. Envy. If you sweat on your bike, does thing, do things get like all runny and gross? Yo, yo, ye, imagine what the inside of his mask look like after a bike ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Envy Hardwick Jr. Go to another car drop. Hello. Hello. Hey, good morning. What's up? We're no longer taking uh, calls on this topic. It's a lie. What's your name, King? Hey, my name is Chris. I'm from Jersey. Chris from Jersey. Okay. Would you like to comment on uh, yeah. DJ Envy's beard color? Yes. I'm I'm telling you 100%. I'm starting to believe Charlemagne, yo. You're looking more and more Dominican every day, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere, you had a hairline, then you got a thick-ass beard. I don't know, brother. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Envy. <laughs> Envy look like he got a fruit stand. Envy look like he's selling oranges. That's why Envy... <laughs> he, he definitely got a couple bodegas, yo. He, that's what he be working on. He got a couple With these property rentals. He got a couple bodegas somewhere. Shout out to all my Dominican, 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 Thank you, sir. You have a great day. You have a blessed morning. 800-585-1051. God has muted Charlemagne for about 10 minutes and put him back. Is DJ Envy's bid real? Call us right now, okay? Call us right now and tell us what you think about that. Pay ain't. I feel the pay ain't. Like, I feel the way I got to talk to my producers because, right, let's say, let's say, let's say Uh -uh. I had fake boobs or I had a fake butt and you say, is Envy's butt or, or, or boobs real? I, I don't that, know that. That might be coming next. Uh, the way you going, Envy. <laughs> you know what? The way you going, you, you might got, got a lace point, front. I'm telling you. I might even, I think I have a case, man. Any attorneys out there, please call me. Because this is some Dominican, listen, it's some Dominican woman's body out there you eyeing and you like, that's what I'm getting next. <laughs> Keep it locked. We have more coming up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests on the line. DC Young Fly, which I don't know where the hell he just went. Chico Bean and Carlos Miller. What up, 85 fellas? 85 South what's Show. Going we good. What's up with y'all? Hey. Hey. Early morning. The pandemic ain't touched their paper at all. Not at Them all. Them oh, flourishing through the drop. Man, don't don't say that. Don't nah. It's a paper. Don't don't put that on us out there. Like we the only ones that ain't lost some dough. We didn't lost some dough in the pandemic. We just still progressing. Then Envy keep posting all these nice ass whips while everybody else out here going through it. He got his got a million dollar Porsche. I'm like, you know what? I got to get one. He must be getting one of them. EDD loans. And I'm just working on it. All my old car costs more than my new car. I'm scared of all them loans, man. I'm just out here hustling. I'm just out here working. That's all. I don't need any. Hey, I knew Envy had a different kind of paper when he started bringing his cars in the house. I was like, this. I knew he had paper when he found the big ass house in New York. I said, nah, I'll be there. Oh, my. It's not about me, guys. It's about you. Congratulations, man. Y'all going to be hosting the BET Hip Hop Awards, man. Dope, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm proud of y'all, motherfuckers, man. Because y'all ain't got all of them um, sponsorships and, you know, corporate backing and all of that stuff like that. And look where y'all at. Hey, man, don't think we don't want some of that. You got to watch Charlemagne, man. This put you in the trick bag quick. He ain't already said we ain't lost no money. Now he's trying to stop us from getting some more. Like, come on, Slim. So how did that call happen? Who, called, who reached out to who? How did that call happen to, to host the BET Awards? 
man, that call was so black, man. I guess BET heard that we wasn't on MTV no more, and they just hit us like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Also, they was reaching out, and then we also had people reaching out to them. Once they tied in all the parts and and we got the right people on the phone, it was like, hey, guys, guess what? We like, what? Hosting BET Award. We like, uh, who gonna be there? They like, nobody. Give us some insight, like with the ciphers and everything. Are y'all participating in the ciphers? No, we did. You know, we did the cipher last year, and uh, you know, I, I think, yeah, I think they kind of, you know, wanted us to, you know, kind of display that jumping in a different bag with the hosting this year. So we didn't do any of the ciphers this year, but I think last year kind of led into, you know, them giving us a little bit more light in regards to knowing that we can flourish on that platform. So we basically just really. Ain't no base. We hosted the whole show, you know what I mean? And it's different this year because eyes are going, this is the first one that's, you know, not live, not taped live, rather. So, I mean, it's it's kind of revolutionary in the sense that we're going to be doing it when eyes are going to be able to look at it in a different light while we central, but we still hosting an award show, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's going to be dope when people see what we did. Now, Carlos, do you owe Charlemagne five minutes, right? When When we did this big press release, right? And we announced that you guys on his his network, you know, I said Chico B. First of all, 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 they're not. Oh, let's be clear about something. They're not on the network. They partners. Partners with the network, okay. right? Partners with the network. Now, why don't that? Why don't they have Carlos Miller and have Clayton? It English wasn't Carlos. Him? It was Chico. So you it still Chico. You need to go drink some coffee, DJ Envy. <laughs> DJ Envy, man, listen. You know what it is, Charlamagne? I'm going to tell you what it is, Charlamagne. It's when I brought up that sh- at the radio station that last time we was up there with him arguing with a sh- I told you, you make Envy, man. He's going to treat your dog sh- for the rest of your life. I already knew what it was. I was like, that sh- still mad. I brought up that Yo, was it, Chico? Was it? About, about, uh, what was, who was it? Uh, which De- one Deezus was and Mero. Deezus and Mero. Not Deezus and Mero, nah. It wasn't Not that, that one? one? It was the other one. Drama. Nah, it was, uh, DJ Drama. DJ Drama. Drama. Was, like, <laughs> I talk about it, that she's still mad about that. I'm not. Bro. We good, you yes, like you We hold grudges. Doing your life skin thing, man. It is what it is. But nah, Ooh. man, salute to Clayton, man. Clayton is, is definitely a part of the 85 South Show. He's his own individual. He actually wrote, was, you know, the head writer on the award show. So, you know, it's all family. So okay. it's not like you said somebody who's not involved with the team, but you got to do better at reading, my No, because <laughs> even now, if that, I want you to see the prep. It says right now the 85 South Show, Chico B and DC Young Fly and Clayton English. That's what it says. That's what the prep. The prep. So now you done eliminated Los. Hey, Los. Lord have bro. mercy, Los. Whoever wrote that got to do some reading, goddamn. Stop playing with us, Envy. That's you. You're the only one, man. Listen, y- y'all y'all mentioned it earlier. How did how did uh the, the news of Wild Out impact y'all? It hurt because they didn't even call us. We found out on Twitter. No. No way. I feel like we found out how Nick found out. No, man. <laughs> really? <laughs> on, on the internet. We were like, God damn. What did he say? What did he say? Can can I apologize? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you mean to tell me what person get fired and y'all let two hundred people go? <laughs> but that was though. It was it was really just a stepping stone. At the end of the day, don't nothing last forever. You know, now did it hurt? Hell yeah, because I feel like to even with my brothers, this is probably was our first core industry show. Mm-hmm. And we knew for a fact that they was gonna play reruns for the next 15 to 20 years. Absolutely. And once that was taken off the air, we was like, okay, now that longevity is gone. We gotta create another longevity platform. But y'all did that though. 85 South Show. Y'all been did that. That's what I'm saying. But it's kind of like it opened up the gateway. It was just like, all right, that's off the air. 
What where they, where they at now? Hey, y'all think, think it's over, though? Nah, I think it's going to come back. Man, listen, I hope that there's some type of beacon of hope to where it can come back the right way. But, you know, for us, it's when, when we say it's over, it's just like, you know what I mean? If Nick isn't the host, then we ain't even hey, thinking I'm about going, going back over. Going on the yes, show. It's not so possible. If they get another host, y'all not staying. If y'all get, no, they get another no, host. No, no, no. no. What if they ask the three of y'all to be the host? Yeah, I mean, no, that was always no. the thing. It was always, they was always saying they was grooming D.C. I wanted to be like given to me from the OG. From Nick, got his you. His right. I, it's, it's not corporate. Corporate didn't hire me. Nick hired me. You feel me? So it's like it'll be a backstab for me to go be like, all right, corporate, what y'all want me to do? But I know how the game get. Y'all don't with me like that. You only with what I can bring you. Mm -hmm. I want to be a part of a family. Everybody in there is family. So it's not like a going to work situation. It's like you going to school, bro. Right. And Nick, the principal, who gonna tell us what to do? What did y'all say to the principal after his comments? Like when y'all called him personally on the phone? He was hard to find. You know what I'm saying? And you got. He uh, needed a moment. Yeah, you got to sure. allow OG to breathe, man. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? To try to find himself. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And and at the end of the day, we we still behind him. You know what I'm saying? Just as a as, as a standpoint, as a, as a friend, as a brother, we behind him because 85 South Show. We we built that chemistry from wildin' out. But we took a lot from it. And you know, that's why 85 South so so crazy. And I was just saying this with my people. I was like, bro, it's the three of us, right? We bringing out 8,500 people. Like, on our own, you know, I probably go go to a show, bring out 2,000, 2,000. But I'm like, together, they're right. bringing out 10,000 people, man. That's powerful. Yeah. yeah, and it represents the unity and group operation black people need to have. Like, we can all get done individually, but, man, collectively, man, we can kick yeah. down the whole yeah. building. It's right. Not. I mean, but that's that's a big issue that I think we have is just, you know, being able to understand that you can trust your brother. You know, we got a, a individualistic mind state when it comes, especially in the entertainment industry, everybody want to be the man. But when you can look to your left and look to your right and you're doing it with your partners, like somebody you can't nothing with and you can progress into coming into... You know, all of the things that you dreamed of having and you can look and, and share that spotlight and share that those rewards with people that you really genuinely care about and love, it's a much better, it's much more accomplishing, in my opinion, than being able to do anything that you do alone. You know what I mean? Teamwork make the dream work. It's cliche as it sounds. All right, we got more with the 85 South Show, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the 85 South Show. You know, they're hosting the BET Awards, the BET Hip Hop Awards, I should say. Yeah. I saw you guys with Busta Rhymes. So with the versus battle coming up, obviously y'all fans of Busta and know the lyrics, you know. <laughs> Chico, you had that on the teleprompter, Chico. Chico. That was no, very impressive. I've been doing that for years, man. Like, you gotta understand. That was just an opportunity. You know, that's a, a perfect example of seizing the opportunity. Like, Yes. I wasn't even planning on doing it, but when DC jumped it off, I was like, well, here we go. So who wins T.I.G.Z.? Who y'all got? Tip, going with Tip. Y'all playing. <laughs> yeah. I rock with G's. I rock with the snowman. You did. But have you been to a T.I. concert? Been to both. He don't play mixtape music. He play an hour and 45 minutes worth of hit gold platinum song. Yeah. And, it's now, very and, man. and Diddy right. also asked who should he battle? Who y'all think Diddy should battle? Diddy got to battle Birdman. <laughs> I, I say they got to they got to see who swindled the most money. They got to pull out all the paper. Oh my God! Who robbed the most artist? Who robbed the most money? <laughs> who got the worst contract? <laughs> 
think Diddy, Diddy and Dre, I think Diddy and Birdman. Diddy and Dre. I think Diddy and Dre. I think Diddy and Dr. Dre. Diddy and Dr. Dre. Diddy and Birdman, like you can't sleep on Birdman. Birdman from the Waynes to the Nickies to the Dre. Oh, Cash Money popping. Diddy Fresh to Cash Money. Yeah. But you know, whoever he was the battle, it's not about the... You know them rapping. It's about the the collection of music that they've been a part of. Right. Things they had, they have that. So I just think you know for the just aesthetics of it all, I think it would be Dr. Dre and Diddy would be the biggest one that could be made personally. Hey, Lowe's, I thought about you this weekend, man, because I remember when you was here last time, you was talking about how you don't mind spoiling a woman. So, so, so <laughs> what, what you thought about Saweetie's Saweetie statement? <laughs> about the Birkin? Yeah, about men buying Birkin bags and paying bills. If they can't do that, send them back to the street. See, that's how you know that these people really don't have no money. You can't just walk up in the store and buy no damn burger. Mm. I don't even know why that was a damn conversation. I feel like y'all need to be buying some property and shit. Don't be buying I'm telling you, get them off LLC, man. Out of the three of you, who's the most likely to buy a Birkin? I think DC probably would. He the richest one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bourbon Street got me yeah, I, I'm definitely not buying no burgers. That ain't me. You go ahead and hey, you can send me back to the. I'm on the streets. I got my dick and my dog with me. <laughs> in the streets. I ain't on that level yet, Angel. I, I barely stand my land. I might get an LV bag or something, you know. But okay, Angel, that's, that's, nice. that's more. We that's reasonable. What are you bringing to the table that makes that justifiable? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing to make a man? who has garnered enough wages to be able to go out and spend that type of money, what what is the, the trade-off? It ain't worth no, no 35 Yeah, because if, if it's just sex, then that's not worth anything. And and paying your bills and all that, what what comes with that? Yeah, I feel what like is this is a DJ Envy question. You should probably yeah. go back to him. Yeah, exactly. Like like I'm sure D, DJ Envy probably has bought his share of Birkins in his day. Yes, it's a lot. But his woman and his wife has done so much to help him stay in that status to be able to push him to become a better man in order to receive those type of things and put him in a position to do those type of things. So I think that's what's left out. If you're a woman that is yeah, I'm unblock Chico, man. I like Chico. Let me unblock Chico no. right now, man. You have no. Be your friend, Envy. Listen, I already knew what it was. We never, every time I see you out, you act like you don't know who I am. So I know you. <laughs> you black Chico now, man. That's uh, every up. time I she see like Charlemagne. I ain't talk about this. The last time I seen y'all at the little, uh, you know, y'all do the uh, the CI when the world was over, y'all mm -hmm. did the CIAA party. Every time I see y'all at the party, Envy always got to get reintroduced to me. <laughs> What's your name again? Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice to meet you. That's man. ridiculous. Like, I met you four times already. <laughs> have you ever had a woman hold you down? Like when y'all didn't have it like that and struggling, oh. maybe have you ever had a woman take care of you? No. I can't say that. I, I can't I've had a woman help me, but no. Because when I was dead, when I'm talking about when I ain't had nothing, I ain't even have a woman. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? But at the time when That's I That's real right there, bro. When I start, now, you know, in the streets, when you get a little money, once you get past 15, 20,000, you up. So I can't say that a woman was with me when I was I had nothing. Now, I might have money put up and still over here staying with my sister or some but... We just saving money right now, you feel me? But that don't mean it, bro. I, uh, I've had a woman see me trying to make it happen and stumbling and falling a couple times and say, okay, let me help you out or, or you know, just look out in that regard. But I ain't never reached out and be like, look, man, you got some, you got a couple dollars. I just wasn't ready to go. My mama, my mama didn't, you know what I mean? She ain't gave me nothing in years. Her thing was always, I'm responsible for what you need, not what you want. 
So once I got to when I, you know, was responsible for myself, I didn't been that way for a long time. So I just don't feel comfortable asking for help. Now, if you see me and you decide you want to do that, then that's cool. I'm the same way. Like, I don't give anything I, re- I expect back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nah, but I ain't you know, never got women who nothing. got money, they don't flex how dudes do with money. Like, you have to literally have a conversation. Yeah. And been around her, and you like, shout it is up. I didn't even know that <laughs> had all these businesses. And you be like, you carry yourself like you don't even want nobody to know. See, dudes be having all the cars and all that trying to show That's good. corny. I've had one hold me down. I had a rich one before. You did? Yeah. Did you, did you, did you, you like you, her or did you, or were you with her just because she had my money? lady? She had that bag. She okay. did. Yeah, my old chick. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> ever left y'all no money on the, on the um, nightstand or nothing? No, my mama did. My mama ain't never even did that. Uh, she, oh, I definitely had I, that. I was raised different. No, my I mama like, hey, when you I'm going to school, figure it out. When I'm going to school. My mama left me a dub on on the dress. I <laughs> hey, dub. get you on the Zoom now. Don't go take no shit or nothing now. You just got yeah. to. Yeah, what just happened? Hold on. Hey, you see? <laughs> my mama give me a dub. <laughs> now I go gamble and come back home with like eighty and get her that dub back. Uh-huh. <laughs> Much love to all the ladies that held us down before this. Man, y'all, y'all not y'all not more picky with the women y'all choose to be with now though, because y'all 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 status is up and y'all money is up. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I think who you are, you know, money don't do nothing but elevate whoever you were before you got it. The access that you have to different types of women may change, right. but who you are shouldn't. What you desire shouldn't elevate because of the amount of money that you have. You know, what I mean, in my opinion, it should be. You should just be able to find better quality relationships with the women that you already have right. connections with and everything. You know, I don't think that you should just change up and start going to look for what your money should dictate you having. You should be the person that you are regardless of what your financial status is. So I'm still the same person that I was. If you can't hold the conversation, I don't care what you look like. You can be the baddest woman in the world. You're not finna get my brain no asthma attack. I can't <laughs> deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, the money is just an enhancer. It's like... It's, it's a different ball game if you just an ugly ass dude with some money, but if you a dude who has some juice before the bread, you right. still gonna flourish. You know, it's like money, just like the makeup. It ain't gonna do nothing but make you look a little better. But right. ugly niggas, and I'm speaking from experience, they know how to have conversation. They know how to make a woman laugh. So they have other attributes other than their looks. No, I mean, they just, communication they just ugly. Talk, at the end of the day, you still an ugly mother. <laughs> Hold a man, you don't want to be the dude your girl posting the vacation pictures and have to put that emoji over your face. You, <laughs> you know you ugly. You only see a hand. No, you ugly. All right, we got more with the 85 South show. That's DC Young Fly, Carlos Miller, and Chico Bean. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the 85 South show, guys, which is Chico Bean, Carlos Miller, and DC Young Fly. Now, DC, you've been trying to ask this question all morning long. What, what you want to know, DC? Angela Yee, how you meet your little boyfriend? Right. You got meet him? questions about relationships. Yeah. How you meet your little boyfriend? Do people that knew him, it was like an introduction from other people that we had mutual friends. And then we don't want the media train answer. Home. We want the real answer, Angela. That's don't the truth. That's really how we met. Answer. He bought you the Birkin yet? No, he didn't. You know what? Do you you want to hear one? something crazy? No, I don't even want to buy a own Birkin. Ye, ye, don't get it twisted. You got a bunch of cribs, a bunch of real estate, a bunch of houses. You got some. Ye. Stop telling her what you got, Envy. Stop that's, telling her everybody's business. <laughs> that's ye. You got some. You can buy a home for six, 
I'm gonna be honest, like, brag for you. But you say I just never really wanted that because I am the type of person that would rather spend that money on something else. So, like, there's been times when my man might want to buy me something, I'd be like, nah, I think that's a waste of money. I wouldn't want somebody to buy me something that I wouldn't think was worth me buying myself. You doing push ups? Oh, I, man, looks, I was about to say, hell no, nah, I ain't doing no push-ups. I ain't got no <laughs> it looks, it looks weird on my screen because you're right above Carlos. I ain't got no socks or nothing on, so man, I'm just waiting for this to be over so I can go lay back down and make me have a difference. <laughs> hey, man, I'm happy I, for y'all. I want y'all. to make sure the BET Hip Hop Awards, make sure we all watch it. Who killed it in the cypher the he most? So you did 20 push-ups and you musky already? <laughs> man, you know it early, man. That's a lady's feasting. <laughs> Why do men always use our deodorant? Y'all love our secrets. Oh, it, it smell better. It smell better. This it don't work true. for me. I wish I would use some lady anything. I'd be smelling like Uganda. It'd be crazy. It'd be a... I done used it all. And this right here is the truth. Why? It just stay with you forever. You can sweat. You ain't gonna never be mustard with this. Never. I'm talking about three, four days. We get you three, an endorsement with Lady Feasting. <laughs> you heard me, three, four days. <laughs> I just said he said so this the one ain't gonna last for three, four days. Well, thank you guys for checking in, man. We appreciate you. We look forward to seeing y'all on BET, and thank y'all, What's man. that, the night, right, BET? Yeah, y'all always trying to get rid of us, man. Y'all ain't doing nothing. So there ain't nobody with who y'all about to Zoom Tico, with. Tico, he lying. Man. He stuttering. He said, thank y'all. I'll be looking on. I'll be looking forward. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Tico, Tico, just to quote you, you said you can't wait to get off and lay back down. That's what you said. No, nah, that, 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 I said, I'm, whenever this is over, I'm going to lay back down. <laughs> I didn't say I was ready for it to be over. Y'all ain't gonna just rush us off. Y'all got, we gonna ask You know, y'all. I'm a woman. I hear how I heard it. And what I heard was, Uh-oh. I can't wait oh, to lay geez. back down. Angela E, what y'all been doing during the pandemic? Because I see y'all right. alcohol behind you. Girl, you're getting wasted. Out of my house. You, ooh, you got a, you got a, you got a uh, winery? I got a whole bar up here. Yeah, you Angela Lee, Angela Yee, that about to sound like Lil Webby, Angela Lee. <laughs> Angela Yee live in one of them houses that look like they, they saw murder mysteries in, like, you know, when they uh, sit at the fireplace. She got that it's murder mystery background. It's a brownstone in Brooklyn. Look, I started my Ooh. little coffee company. Coffee up people. Talk your Oh, that's dope right there. Dollar man, you been keeping your skin treatments up, bro? You been going to the dermatologist? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm pretty well. Right. ain't been orange lately. Yeah, I was just making sure, you know, that pandemic shut the office down. I didn't want you to start turning back black. <laughs> he thought he was going to go back dark skin. He was like, wait a minute, what you mean the dermatologist closed? It was- I'm letting it go. I got the grades flourishing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, word. Welcome. Yeah, I can't do all the Beijing. Envy, told, oh, Envy yeah. took all the Beijing anyway. I don't use Beijing. That's a damn lie. It- he said he uses um, just for men, right? Just for men? Just for men. Envy I, I'm sure it does. It, worked just it don't work on this, though. Speech. This right here is, is never coming back. <laughs> Who braided your hair? A, a young lady with the mightiest grip in the world. She uh, actually down here in Atlanta. Her name is Tuesday, man. So if you need your hair braided, if she can do this, then if you got a full head of hair. You really ain't got no excuse. So go holler at her. She work at Carlito you know Shop? I mean? Fabulous Tuesday. Yeah, and my, my boy Lito Shop. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is like, your growing, no Chico? All man, I was bald in months, bro. Of course, this boy got braids. What you mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. So what you gonna do? Just, what you gonna do about the front part? Nothing. That's God did that already. The Lord did His part with the front part. I don't care though. For me, it's just about a lot of the things that we subscribe to as coping mechanisms was taken away from us this year. So for me, once I started with the you know not getting a haircut, it just really showed. It gave me an opportunity to be able to show 
Are you able to really look at yourself in your true essence and whatever it is and be okay with that and be comfortable with that? And most people aren't. For me, it's just like, this is what I really look like if I ain't got no maintenance or whatever. And once I went past that, now I'm about to just live out all my childhood dreams and get all the braids so not- on the side that I want. You're not manscaping either? I don't need help to do that. I ain't never had to go. <laughs> that, that's not a service that I went to nobody else to get, Angela. Yeah, I'm not about to go. I didn't know you were just in your natural state. What type of, what type of <laughs> do, you, do you like it when men, no men don't do that? Ain't nobody showing up with no naked Looks like you're about to have surgery. <laughs> <laughs> right. So Carlos doesn't do manscape. Angela Yee, do you like that? I, I think men should definitely shave. First of all, it benefits you because it makes your look bigger when you shave it because all that I hair is not covering the Let me tell you something. With hair or no hair, <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. I don't need that help. No I ain't never heard of come about, hey, man, I got to shave my <laughs> make it look bigger. <laughs> look bigger. No. And then, my, also, if you, if you expect a woman to put... Fade all fro. I would just <laughs> and if you want a woman to perform oral sex on you i think it's only polite to shave down there no what? i mean you know the big enough uh, you ain't gonna reach the pubes anyway yeah the hair not on it's not like the hair on your shaft <laughs> the hair loose hair be getting out and everything and then you pulling the hair out your mouth hey all you gotta Angela, do is- yeah. <laughs> That's like saying you can't kiss a n- with a bed. You want DC to agree? True. Like, why would you say that? Uh, yeah, just saying. Like, well, it's the right, same hey. logic. Charlamagne, tell him how it is. Don't be trying to come on over here with that. I got a little bit. Don't do me. Charlamagne just made everything awkward, man. Goodness gracious. Listen, man, I'm proud of y'all, man. <laughs> y'all been showing the love for the last four years, man. It's always love, yeah, man. We appreciate y'all. Thank y'all, man. Appreciate y'all as always. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. All, All right. right, go lay down, guys. Go lay down now. <laughs> 85 South Show the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Don't hear the date. Yeah, you dumb ass. You get don't hear the date. Yeah, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. I'm a fat and all that shit around your eye. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. You had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yeah. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Donkey of the day goes to Elston Stevenson. Uh, who is Elston Stevenson? He is a man from Chicago who has been sentenced to 15 years in prison. I know what you're thinking right now. So what? People get sentenced to 15-year prison sentences every day, B. And you're right, they do. But what if I told you I have never in my life heard of a person going to prison for what Elston Stevenson went to prison for? He has to get some points for originality, people. Now, years ago, I saw a brother that we all know and respect, Big Fendi, on social media. Uh, Big Fendi posted a picture of himself at the Necker Sharp Funeral Home. Big Fendi had on a nice coat and tie. He had his shades on, mm-hmm. fresh haircut. He looked very dapper. He had the drug kingpin getting sentenced today, so let me look presentable in front of the judge and, and, and the jury look. But it wasn't the attire that Big Fendi was wearing that was intriguing about the picture. It was the caption. Let me remind y'all of the location. Necker Sharp Funeral Home. Fendi posed in front of the funeral home with the caption, I stopped by one of my biggest haters' funeral today. 
just to make sure that N-word was dead. Hashtag R.I.P. Bozo. Now, I'm telling you that story because until today, that was the most petty LaBelle post I had ever seen in my life. I often think to myself, is there, is, is there anyone I dislike that much? No. No. Because even if I dislike you, even if I don't vibe with you, even if I choose not to be around you and don't want you around me, I don't hate you, nor do I wish death on you. Because I need you to be alive to see me shining. Okay? I want you to be alive to continue to witness God's divine design engineering in my life. I need you to see me winning. Okay, this is why I don't block any of my enemies on social media. How are they going to witness God preparing a table for me in the presence of my enemies if I block my enemies on social media? So I don't wish death on them. But if they do die, I often wonder what I care to go to their funeral to make sure this news of them passing is absolutely true. No. No, I don't think my petty is set up that way, uh, nor would I rejoice or be happy that, you know, somebody that dis dislikes me or hates me died, okay? But brothers like Big Fendi and Elston Stevenson, their petty is set up very different than mine. And at some point in life, I need to ask both, both of those brothers, what did these people do to you that made you react this way? You always have to hear both sides. Like, I don't know why Fendi went to one of his haters' funerals to make sure he was dead, but I'm sure it's a perfectly good logical reason behind it. Just like I know Elston Stevenson probably had a perfectly good logical reason for doing what he did, which by the way, on a petty scale of one to 50 cent, one being the least petty, 50 cent being the most petty, this isn't even on the scale. This one is off the charts. Okay, Big Fendi going to the funeral home is a 50 cent on the petty scale. I can see 50 doing something like that. But what Elston Stevenson did has never been done before. Never. Never even seen it in movies. If there's a scene like this, school me, put me on because I haven't seen it. But, but in the words of Blue Ivy's father, this ain't a movie, dog. This is real life. Would you like to know what Elston Stevenson did? Let's go to ABC 7 for the report, please. There are hundreds of funeral processions from Chicago to suburban cemeteries every month. Most are reverent and safe, but there is unrest at some of these emotionally charged events, usually sparked by gang retaliation, according to police. Tonight, the I-Team with new video as authorities respond to shots fired in a suburban cemetery. Police arresting 56-year-old Elston Stevenson. Prosecutors say at a graveside service with mourners looking on, Stevenson said, you deserved it, as he fired a single shot at the grave of a Palos Heights man recently murdered in his south suburban home. No one was hit by the gunfire. Stevenson, a multiple felon, has pleaded not guilty to gun charges. <sighs> Elston Stevenson fired a gun into the grave of a murder victim during his burial service and screamed out, you ain't, you got what you deserved. Now, I have heard about spitting on someone's grave. I have heard about peeing on someone's grave. But shooting into someone's grave, someone who actually already got murdered, like what, you're trying to kill him twice? Let me, let me tell you something. These are some words from, from your Uncle Charlotte that I want you to remember. I want you to remember. Listen to me if you've never listened to me before. Hating people takes too much energy. Just pretend they're dead. I repeat, hating people takes too much energy. Just pretend they're dead. But if they are really dead, like literally dead, let the dead lie. Because I tell you what, if I really dislike someone, I'm not going to throw my life away for them. Elston Stevenson, whoever the op was that you didn't like, he's dead. 
But he got the last laugh because now you are in jail for the next 15 years and you're almost 60 years old. So you have to spend the senior years of your life, your best getting free pancakes from IHOP years. You got to spend those locked up behind bars. You won't get out until you like 75 or 76. And it's no guarantee you coming out alive at that age. So I ask you one simple question, Elston Stevenson. Was it worth it? Please let Remy Ma give Elston Stevenson the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker, you dumb. See, I ain't gonna front I, I didn't necessarily like that. So what, what did he get arrested for? It can't be attempted murder. Can't be murder. What is it? His, his Afterthought murder? Charged, like, what, what, what no, was he charged his charge was um, firing, uh, what was his charge? Illegal possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Mm. Yes. Because it's, it's, it's not it's, reckless it's, because he shot it's, down into the grave. It's not going to bounce back, right? No, that's not true. When a, it, the, the U.S. attorney said when a felon brings a loaded gun to a populated area and uses the gun to threaten and endanger strangers, this conduct will not be tolerated. The mourners were all in the immediate vicinity of the defendant when he produced the loaded weapon, and they were all placed in danger by the defendant's reckless firing of the weapon into the gravesite. Hmm. All right. And, and rest in peace to Murad Talib. He was 39 years old. That's whose grave uh, Elston Stevenson was shooting in. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Keep it locked. We have more coming up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, what are we talking about, Yeezy? Uh, we were talking about Katie Holmes and her new boyfriend. Apparently, he already was in a relationship. He's engaged, lives with his fiance, and she found out that he was dating Katie Holmes, just like we found out from the tabloids. And he broke up with her allegedly via text message. His name is Chef Emilio Vitolo Jr., Mm. So is it wrong to break up with somebody via text message? What do you think? This is a good yes. topic. Um, I Yeah, go ahead, Envy. I think so. I think it's wrong. I think it's cowardly. I, I think that's something that you do face-to-face or you do over the phone. I just don't think you send out a text and be like, hey, it's over, it's a wrap, one yourself. You know what I mean? Especially if you're dating somebody, you've been seeing them for a long time. You, Did you, you know, say you're one allowed. yourself? Yeah, like one yourself. Yeah, go on. Peace. See you later. Um, old school so New I York do swing. think it's foul. Yeah, old 40, school New 40, York 42 and up. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do think it's foul. Um, I think it depends what type of weapons the woman has. You know what I'm saying? Is she a gun owner? Can she shoot? How far does her brother's father's uncles live from her? Does she have a big-ass dog? Is she cooking grits when you at the crib? Hot tea? Make sure nothing's boiling on the stove when you break up with her. Does she train MMA? Karate? Does she own a knife? Mace, maybe. A lot of various factors that go into whether or not you should break up with a woman in person. I didn't think about that. If, if they're a violent person, then yes. But if it's just a relationship you and you just don't want to see face-to-face... To- to somebody like that. See, here's the thing. If you really loved somebody at some point and cared about them, you should do it in person. But what he did was so foul. She got to see all these pictures of them hugged up all over town, looking like a couple. And you have a fiancé at home, and that's how she finds out? Maybe you just are embarrassed and... Now, keep in mind, you know, we're we're old school, right, in a lot of ways, right? So a lot of this new way of communicating is via text. It is via DM, 
You know, it is the voice message. Voice message. Can you do a voice message? Can I leave a voice message? No, you can't leave no damn voice message. So I have to see, I have to break up with the person in person. I think it's only right. I don't know. Sounds I mean, it's the right thing to do, but do we always do the right thing? And then I also kind of compare it to getting fired from a job, right? Like, I, a lot of people get mad when you lose your job and they make you come to work, you work the whole day, or you come in and then they're like, yeah, we're going to have to let you go. Like, damn, they could have told me this at home. Now, what if and you I break up with the in. person and they pull out their phone and start recording you and be like, look at this jerk. The person's crying tears. Look at this jerk. It just broke up with me in front of all of these people. Imagine, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know about that in-person thing nowadays, bro, in 2020. I'm be honest with you. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Next Trace Norwood. Hey, mama. Now, what do you think about breaking, breaking up with somebody through text? Um... I've been with a guy for three years. He went I went to work to take me down. He, he wanted to break up. Wow. So, I did Damn a U-turn in the middle of the road. Went home and told him to put his shit out. We ain't got no kids, Jeez. but, you know, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, we had a dog together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have a dog. You know, it's crazy that you say that. They have a dog together, too. Yeah, Katie oh Holmes and That's a kid, too. I mean. You're right. So who gets the dog? Who keeps the dog? Yeah. Yeah, I still got her. That's Ooh. right. Does he you have visitation? Her, or, do you kick, or do you kick her every now and then just because? No. 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 <laughs> I love my Does he get to see the dog? Does he get visitation? Hell no. No. No, no. We've been together three damn years, and you ain't talking to work to tell me that it's over with the text message. Man, please. See? So when Thank was he supposed mama. to tell you? How how would you have wanted him to tell you? In person, over the phone. Oh, uh, he was safer. Actually, he was safer telling me through a text message because... Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what I would do if I was standing right there. So I think he did a good job, but I just went home, turned around, went home and told him, you know, just go ahead and go. That's the strangest thing for both of us at this moment. So, you know... All right. You well, thank that. you. You missed that D, though. What? You missed what? Show me. The dog. Shut up. Oh. Keep it locked. We have more coming up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line right now, Mulatto. Big Lotto. What's happening? Now, now, for people that don't know, let's, let's talk about how you started. Let's start from the beginning. Now, you started rapping at 10, and a lot of people seen you from the rap game. So let's talk about how you got to the rap game, and you won, and how you got into the industry. I've been rapping since I was like eight, nine, ten years old, and that really just started with like open mics, talent shows, um, pimp rallies, or whatever, like in my city. And um, I just grew a social media following based off that, and YouTube views was crazy. So what made you rap though? Was, was, were your parents in the rap game, or you just love music at that early of an age? Nah, so what's crazy is so like my daddy, like he a street dude, whatever. So he would be like around rappers and you know, stuff like that. But he would build cars. So he would have like candy paint cars, big old rims and stuff like that. And rappers would put them in their videos. So I would, I was a daddy's girl. So I would be on set with him at these video shoots and stuff, just in the studio around rappers. So like, I don't know, I just grew up in that environment. But yeah, so boom, rap game people see my social media following, they reach out get casted for the rap game. This is prior to Jermaine Dupri being a part of the show, prior to it being called the rap game, prior to Lifetime, prior to it even being a competition show, period. So um, that that's how the rap game happened. Then ever since then, you know, turned down the deal, was independent for five years, and just signed with RCA, and 
Ooh, the rest is history. There you go. Now, with, with the mm-hmm. rap game, now, I know JD was, I, I guess, EP on the show. Were you ever signed to him? Because I know it was some of the thing where he got part of some of the artists that came out of it. Were you ever signed to him? And what's his part with your deal, if there's any? No, I was never signed to him. I was in, like, a situation with Lifetime and, like, future um, reality shows or whatever. But mm-hmm. I, nothing with Jermaine Dupri or So So Dev. I was presented a contract, like, six months or, like, six months to a year after I had won the show. I was presented a contract, but I didn't take it. And um, I don't know, they, they really just wasn't organized. They wasn't prepared for season one. I can't speak for the other women, but mm-hmm. like season one, the budget was super low. Like the bar was just low. Like they didn't have no expectations. Like they didn't think it would take off how it did. Good for you so that you didn't, uh, that you were on there early enough so you didn't get stuck in a situation. Exactly. And I like, I would tell people, if you want to know anything about Mulatto, listen to No Hook. Cause she Here. talked about a lot of stuff on that song, and it it does get very personal things about you that we wouldn't have known just Here. from watching. You actually said the rap game still happy. I ain't signed it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the hyperbole. That's the hyperbole. Uh-huh, it's I all people to resonate with my like with my just the frustration. Like at 21 years old from a show that I did five years ago. For people to be like, I just can't see her grown. Like, I can't hear her rap like that. Like, that's so annoying. It's not that that kitty. So it's just annoying when people don't let me grow up. Now, now at 21, mm-hmm. you got a lot of fans, a lot of people following you, a lot of kids. Does it any pressure being a role model? It it is. Um, like in the beginning, I would be like, man, I'm not nobody role model. Like, I'm I'm still growing up, whatever. But like, the older I get, it's like, okay, whether or not I like it, I am a role model. So it's kind of just a responsibility that I just have to put on my back. I still am 21, so I am learning myself, but mm-hmm. I am aware of the fact, like, whether or not I like it, I am a role model to you know other girls, other rappers. Whatever. I know you was tight when you got arrested, right? And people was talking you know, ish about you. And at that moment, you couldn't defend yourself and say what happened. So looking back on that experience, what did something like that teach you? Because people were going ham. And I'm sure these people you even thought you was cool with that were saying things. Yeah, that was a crazy experience. Like, um, I was racially profiled and I went to jail for something um, based off of uh, uh, officers, like, say so. Like, they said, they gave a description of the, the girl who robbed some prostitute who robbed this man and she was light skinned with tattoos and wigs and lashes or whatever. So they the police officer was like, Yeah, that's that's mulatto. You can Google her, like whatever. So they thought you were a prostitute? They thought you were selling your body and came and arrested you? Man, so I was in the I didn't know I had a warrant out for my arrest. They in Atlanta they got this thing called Bolo. So for uh, on APD, Atlanta Police Department, they put out this bolo for the description of the girl. I didn't know, but I had a warrant out for my arrest. I moved, so I didn't get the uh, the warrant in the mail or whatever. So I, I got a warrant. I'm trying to go out of the country and get pulled out off the plane in, in front of the airport. People screaming like, Big Lotto, what's going on? What's going on? Like, so that was definitely embarrassing, especially when you, I'm young with money. So that that's like, that's very offensive to me. Like I took that straight to the heart. I'm like, oh, y'all got me big, boy. I was going to say, we had a conversation earlier about this Birkin bag that's been all over Instagram the last couple of days, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so one, I want to know, do you own a Birkin bag? And two, do you feel like if a ain't buying you a Birkin bag or paying your bills, you're tossing it back to the streets? Okay, so I, I feel, okay, first of all, yeah, I do got, I got one Birkin bag, but I ain't ODing on the, on the Birkin bags. I just bought one just to see what the hype was about. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
They can buy it for really, me. Like, like the Birkin bag is obviously the most expensive bag in my collection, but it's so overrated. Like I wore it to the club one time and I was like, oh never again. Cause it got all uh, like <laughs> drinks spilling like, on it. You gotta put it down. Yeah. <laughs> it's not durable at all. Like, but now nah, I feel like I got money, so I can buy my own Birkin bag. So if you can't buy me a Birkin bag, what I need you on the team for? You know what I'm saying? But like I think people be thinking outside of their their standards. Like, so you wouldn't date a guy if he couldn't do that? Like if he didn't have the means to do that? If he loved you, he mm -hmm. rubbed your feet every night, he combed your hair, he bathed you, he had a nice job, but couldn't afford to buy you a ten thousand dollar bag. But he loyal and everything else though. He loyal. Well, we can't never guarantee that. Big oh, stop it. We're not going there with it. We, you feel me? He, that's what I'm saying. You I mean, we can't guarantee it. Stop it. We, this is a hypothetical. In, in a He's world, loyal. If I knew for a fact, <laughs> in a perfect world, if I knew for a fact, like he was 100% faithful and everything else, then yeah. But men is dogs. So it's like, I'm not going to get cheated on and all that. And you can't even do for me what I can do for myself. So that's why I'm thinking like that. But in a perfect world, if... He, he was faithful, highly doubted. But if he was faithful and everything else was perfect, yeah. All men ain't dogs, by the way, too. Yikes. I don't know, maybe <laughs> because I'm 21. All right. Maybe because I'm 21, so I'm dealing with now, a you, you know what? age bracket. You're right. Like, You're right. Daddy you know. taught you well. I just told my, told my daughter the same thing. All men are dogs. Don't trust them. But go ahead. I'm sorry. You're you right. Now, listen, does your dad get to meet any of the guys that you date? Like, was he cool with your ex? He, he met one, he only met one dude, and that was my ex. I was with him for um two years, so he met him, but I ain't never introduced nobody else to my daddy since then, and that was almost three years ago. I was gonna say, even with your with your lyrics, do you ever feel a certain way of funny playing your lyrics for your dad? But like, sometimes you just talk some stuff that you might be like, I don't wanna play that for dad. Oh That's yeah, dad. no, daddy, I don't play nothing for daddy, and we don't, he don't come to the studio with me no more. We ain't, we ain't listening to my songs together, nothing. <laughs> But shout out to my daddy though, cause he he understand like, and it wasn't always like that, and it's not and it's not always perfect to this day. But for the most part, we we got you know we respect each other, and you know I know it's certain things I don't, I don't want him to see or do in front of him, so I I you know I keep that separate. We got more with Mulatto or Big Lotto when we come back. Let's get into her join us. Moop is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Moop from Mulatto, and we're kicking it with Mulatto. She's here now. Ye. Now, how's everything with uh, performing? Because I know you, you've started to move back around. So yeah. how do you feel now with, you know, obviously it's been a pandemic. Things have been shut down. You yeah. put an album out yeah. in the midst of all that. So how has it been yeah. for you moving around? Um, I get criticized on the internet daily for that. But it's like, you know, especially the fact you brought up um, the fact that I dropped a project during quarantine. It's like people is going to they gonna have something to say regardless. So it's like, I'm gonna push my project. Cause if I'm not out here pushing it, then they're gonna say I flop and you just gotta take precautions. Like I, I wear my mask, I take my vitamins and I pray, that's all I can do. And what I also love is seeing you with all these different women doing songs, collaboration, yeah. supporting yeah. other women. So do you feel like you've gotten that same support back as well? I think so. I, I feel like the energy you put out is the energy that you receive. So it's like if you come in, stepping on people's necks, being just real cocky, like nothing wrong with being cocky, but cocky in like a in a not competitive way, like in a like a rude, like I'm better than all y'all B words way. Then yeah, you gon' you're not gonna be embraced in the industry. But I feel like I get the most love, low key. Like everybody, like when I dropped my projects, everybody was 
um, reposting my project. They be coming under my pictures. Like so many people be respecting me in a DM. Like they shoot me DM like, Shawty, I see you, you grinding, whoop the woo, and females and males though. So I feel like because I respect everybody else and I show everybody else love, that's the energy that I get back in return. The only problem I have with, with women artists is I don't know why people compare women so much. Like, like it can't be Cardi doing her thing, Megan doing her thing, Mulatto. Like it's it's like why they why they compare? Like it only could be one, and I Man, hate that. Tell me about it. Like lately, the the thing is they like the because uh, you know Megan is popping right now, so they always compare me and Megan. I don't know if it's because we both from the south, but I hate that because like I'm really a fan of this girl. Don't do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> How was filming uh, the video with Cardi and Megan? And did you know you were on Cardi's radar like that? No, so, okay, I didn't even know. I know, like, a little bit before the WAP video, Cardi had followed me on Instagram, and I just thought that was so cool, because I'm like, dang, I didn't even know she knew who I was. But then we was out of town, and my manager had got a call or email, something like that, and from her team saying that they wanted me in her video. And I just thought it was so cool. But this is before I even knew that Megan was a part of it, before I knew that the other female rappers was going to be in the, in the video or whatever, so... It's just like it kept unfolding and then on set, Megan wasn't there, but I met Megan before, like before she took off and stuff and I had, um, I was real familiar with her already and I told her when I met her that I was a fan of her and whoop woo so I already met her. But that was my first time meeting Cardi and she was just so humble, like she was real genuine on set, like she she real, I, I mess with Cardi. And then even since then, like she be DMing me, like I, I be like, you know, I'm young, so I be letting stuff get to me and like arguing with the people on the internet, whatever. And like, she'll DM me like, stop, don't do that. Like, and then she she'll do it right after you said, she'll tell you to stop and then argue with 30 people, Cardi. <laughs> now you also said, cause I want to get back to this song. Cause I feel like this was the most in depth and I can't even imagine what you was going through when you wrote this, right? Mm -hmm. Can you talk about No Hook and what, what you were going through that made you decide to like spill everything? Yeah, I feel like um I just needed a, a a moment where my fans could like resonate with me and just see like a more vulnerable side because uh you know like when you get signed and stuff people just they they think like you out of reach i don't know people have this like image for like celebrities they don't think we we regular anymore so i just wanted to like go back to my roots and let people know like yeah y'all see me in makeup and wigs and stuff and living the quote-unquote life but it looked pretty on the outside, but I'm still human. I still go through regular, you know, relationship problems and everything else that I was talking about in the song. Like it's, it's still everything that glitter ain't gold. You know what I'm saying? I'm still human. I was gonna say, how did you overcome all of that? I mean, you talk about your family acting funny. You talked about <laughs> uh, abusive relationship. You talk about a lot <laughs> that was going on. And, and yeah. you know, at the time, how old were you at the time when you put out No Hook? Like how, how did you possibly go through all of that on your own, you know? Yeah, so I wouldn't say I've overcame it. Like, you just learn how to, like, deal with it in, in ways, like, as an artist. Like, I can put out a song and, like, kind of, you know, just get stuff like that's, like, therapy for me. So I'm still learning how, how to overcome it. How did you leave the abusive relationship? Because a lot of women, a lot of young girls are in relationships where they feel like their man is taking advantage of them, hurting them, beating them, abusive, and making them feel yeah. weak to make them more powerful. So how did you get through that? I, I don't know. I just kind of, like, you... You, I, first of all, I outgrew the person. I outgrew the person, and um, we just went our separate ways. Like the, I was young, so I feel like the as I was getting older, it was kind of like, yeah, this ain't it. You know what I'm saying? So it was just fortunately I was able to just pack up and leave on my own. It wasn't like a 
major incident that was like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, I can't do this no more. I was, everybody, you know, everybody's situation don't go like that. So that's interesting. Right. You said you even thought she was pregnant at one point. I know you was like, I dodged the bullet with that one, boy. No cap. No cap. <laughs> Are you still no being from Mount Zion? Yes, I am. <laughs> Me and my sister. Who did you beat Me up so bad that they had to ban you from it? I don't even know who it, who it was. I don't even you know. You just give they a random chick's ass whooping? Yeah, they probably going to see this and just and, and reveal themselves, though. I don't even know. I don't even remember what they look like. But this was after one of my sister volleyball games. You know, like people, this was around the time when the uh, rap game coming out and stuff. And just like people just, you know, you still out in public. Now I move like the president, but like I'm, I'm getting used to the, the fame. I'm still moving like 100% regular person. You know what I'm saying? So that was that was kind of my fault. Too. There you go. That's good. You like it's. I take responsibility for that. <laughs> yeah, because I shouldn't have been out, you know, without security and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So. All right. Absolutely. We've been hearing a lot of artists talk lately, also about their deals, right, and how they're structured yeah. and ownership and all of that. So yeah. with you, and I know you're happy you didn't sign, you know, other contracts that you had opportunities yeah. to sign. Yeah. But um, are you happy, like, in your current situation? Are you good? I saw, um, you know, Kanye West has been talking about his situations. We saw NBA Youngboy saying that he has now part of United Masters. So when you think about that and yourself, what are your thoughts? I'm still new in my deal, so it's kind of like the honeymoon stage. But no deal is perfect. I think people, like the public, they see one complaint. Um, from an artist and think like, oh, they in a 360, they, mm-hmm. they get up over, but that's like, that's how the industry go. You're not going to get along with the label 100% of the time. Like I'd be arguing with my A&Rs about songs that I like and songs that they don't like or songs they like and I don't like, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. me personally, I haven't had no real issues yet. I ain't been signed even for a year yet. So it's still like honeymoon stage, but I'm prepared for like, disagreement and stuff like that because that's just how it go i think people forget that absolutely all right well we appreciate you for checking in pick up the new project right now thank you all so much thank you so much it's big lotto it's the breakfast good morning everybody it's dj mv angela yee charlamagne the guy we are the breakfast club leave us on a positive note listen positive note is simply this man um this is a great quote from lou holtz the legendary coach lou holtz uh, Lou Holt says, it's not the load that breaks you down, it's the way you carry it. That one right there is for anybody going through anything today that they think is too much for them to bear.